0: Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Tales. Today we're going to start with another founding Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Let's get right into it. Uh, Incredible Hulk's first appearance... Was the Incredible Hulk number one in May of 1962, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and the link is in the show notes for more about that. Uh, the interesting part, well, let's get into this. Who who has been the Hulk? Robert Bruce Banner was the original Hulk. Jennifer Walters was the She-Hulk, and she started in Savage She-Hulk number one in February of 1980. Betty Ross was the Red She-Hulk in Hulk Volume Two number 15. General Thaddeus, Thunderbolt Ross, was the Red Hulk in Hulk number 1, January, 20, January 2008, and Scar, Son of Hulk, in What If, Planet Hulk No. 1 in December of 2007. Now, the interesting part about this comic and this character is that it was canceled after six issues in March of 1963. So, the original Incredible Hulk Volume 1 ran for six whole issues. A lot of people don't remember that, don't even realize that it happened. Uh, Became a final member of the Avengers, as I said, and left after issue number two. He had many guest starring appearances and became a split book in Tales to Astonish, uh, beginning with issue number 60 in October 1964 through issue number 102 April 1968 when it was retitled The Incredible Hulk Volume 2, which ran through 1999. And it's gone through a number of iterations since then as Marvel has decided to uh, constantly re- issue number one issues of uh, books, restarting just about everything uh, in that process so it was interesting to know that it was cancelled and it really, he really didn't have his own book uh, for about five years which is interesting because some of the other characters, Thor and Iron Man and Captain America really had to come about, take over a book, uh, they didn't have one originally and it was cancelled, it was just never had a book so this is an interesting turn of events here for the Hulk um, so a good jumping off point for the Hulk I have two points in here that I think you should look at one is called the Incredible Hulk Planet Hulk, where he's exiled on a distant planet and the other is World War Hulk when he returns to Earth after being exiled on a distant planet two very good runs of uh, the Hulk that I think will give you a feeling for the Hulk you can step into the Hulk at any point almost any point and get a feel for him he, He's he's a Interesting character, but we'll talk about that when I get to why I like him. The top villain for the Hulk, there's really two, and one is really preeminent, and that's the leader, Samuel Stearns, who was first shown in Tales to Astonish number sixty-two in December nineteen sixty-four. So after the comic Incredible Hulk volume one was canceled, he's created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Um the, the leader has the same gamma radiation, but it affects him differently, he becomes super intelligent his head actually enlarges, he turns green like the Hulk um, but he definitely is a different, different breed, he already had um, criminal tendencies and it just made them worse with the gamma radiation the other one is the Abomination Emil Blonsky, he was a Russian spy he entails to astonish number 90 in April 1967, created by Stan Lee and Gil Kane so this is still in his his two biggest uh, villains are from a time when he didn't even actually have his own book. So movies are they like the comics? And I'll actually lump in TV here as well because as you know the incredible the, the Incredible Hulk had a TV show in the nineteen seventies and the early nineteen eighties uh, where Bill Bixby played the lead of Doctor Banner and Lou Ferrigno played the Hulk. Uh, are the movies? Like the the origin story, no. Let's <laughs> in a word, no. Uh, you this is a theme here as we go along. The movies typically have some of the same characters, but the origin stories are usually different. You got to remember when, when most of these characters were originated. It was during the Cold War, um, early nineteen sixties, as you've noticed, early sixty two, sixty three, sixty four, that era. So the time period was different. Everything was about. Um, atomic energy Communism um, The things that we were scared of then the, the the red scare All that was part of the mythos Of the creation of all these characters And that includes the Hulk So when the movies were made uh, Much much later, 40 years later It turned out that that wasn't the, the Genesis, it was more biological It was more um, Man creating something in, in himself And altering himself A la Mr. Hyde Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, that kind kind of change, versus what we saw where it was a, an accidental creation. So it's understandable that maybe that's not the way you would think of these characters as being created, but it's okay. The, inter, the movies can be entertaining for what they are, but the origin is not even remotely close to what the comics were. So be it. Um, the TV show, I loved the TV show as a kid. It was fun. Uh, you got to see the Hulk it was the first real successful Marvel venture into media. So you got to remember what it was and the time period when it was created. Uh, Stanley had been working diligently to try to get some sort of Marvel property on TV or in the movies um, and even cartoons. And it hadn't really panned out too well up to that point. Uh, there was a live action Spider Man, which was horrific. At best, uh, special effects couldn't keep up with what needed to be done, so it, it was at best. It was something that was on. Let's put it that way. The Incredible Hulk was the first Marvel property to really get a foothold in the American psyche as far as um, something enjoyable and pleasant to watch. And there were some limitations, obviously. Lou is not eight feet tall, so you know some of that. Um, he was a bodybuilder, but he didn't have to speak much, which was good because at that time period, the Hulk didn't speak a whole lot. Uh, if you noticed, Lou Frigno, I don't believe ever spoke the entire time uh, he played the Hulk in the in the series. So one of the one of the things I don't love about the TV show, uh, the origin was wrong, and it's indicative to me is the name they gave Doctor Banner. They named him David Banner. And the reason for this was because the producer didn't like a litter of names, Bruce Banner, and he didn't, because he didn't think they were believable. So he changed it to David Banner. Why well, couldn't have called him Robert Banner? Because his name's Robert Bruce Banner. I don't know, but he changed it to David, which is in no way, shape, or form ever said in the comics. So there you go. Something interesting to note about the Hulk when he was first turned in issue number one. If you've ever seen it, issue number one, he's gray. And the reason being that it was actually, it was more expensive to do him as gray. So they changed him in issue number two to green. And he became the Jade Giant, um, strongest there is, that kind of thing. Uh, at different points in his transformation, he has been gray again. Uh, he became a Mr. Fix-It, which was uh, basically a brute who was gray, smaller than the Hulk, not as angry as the Hulk. Uh, but more brutish uh, spoke, but he was a fixer in um, Las Vegas for a casino owner, so at different times he's he 's been green and intelligent and green and stupid and childlike is that 's better how to phrase it childlike very very innocent and and easily angered uh, very emotional so there 's a vast gamut, but the fact that he 's green is simply because it was cheaper to print in green than it was to to print in the gray that's that's the that's why he's green uh and that's why all subsequent uh gamma radiated peoples are green so there you go uh why do i like him it's easy to look at bruce banner and see him as a as whiny and a complainer and you know just a, a wimp and you can easily dismiss him as as that and and and, and early on that's how he's viewed i mean he was canceled after six issues so it was not catching on in the american psyche um, he's someone you can't wait to leave the page replaced by the Hulk you come to read the Hulk because you want to see the Hulk you don't come to read the, the Hulk comic book because you want to see Bruce Banner you know he's he's weak he's just weak you, you come to understand why the Hulk hates him so much because he's weak but if you think about it this way you're missing the whole point of the character because Banner represents each of us we're weak we may exude strength and confidence at times but we are weak and that's where banner is we all have a rage i mean you've been cut off in traffic or you feel slighted by somebody you get angry the difference is when the hulk gets slighted or angry he explodes that's what some, sometimes what we all want to do but we know we can't he takes away the limitations that we all feel and he suddenly becomes a Rage Monster. Um, can you think about what it would like to be have the Rage of the Hulk and turn into an 8 foot tall green Rage Monster? I can't even fathom what that would be like to have that release. Yes, on in, in one hand it would feel awesome to be able to do that. On the other hand it would be very difficult to deal with because you wouldn't be able to control yourself and have no memory of all the things you've done and when you wake up and realize what you've done you could be devastated. Uh, emotionally. So it's something to be aware of, but I don't know. It's a, he's a childlike character and he's misunderstood and just be wants, to, wants to be left alone and the world won't leave him alone. You know, the world's constantly hunting because he looks like a monster. So when you act out and you act in a rage fashion, people are looking at you like you're a monster and they don't want to be around you or they want to get rid of you or get you out of the way. That's how the Hulk feels. He is an epitome of us. Given no restraint, this is what we could become. It's very, you got to look a little deeper than the comics might originally make you think. But that's what you're trying to get at. So, yes, he finds a way to persevere, even though he doesn't really have the smarts most of the time in his character of the Hulk. He finds a way to get things done. He finds a way to solve the problem. And much like Thor, everything involves smashing things. Hulk smash. You've heard that he he roars and Hulk smash. That's what it, it's about for him. So it's a very one-dimensional character that way, but it's not. He's not a one-dimensional character, and I think that's important to recognize. The Hulk persona saves Banner from himself, and he gives everyone an outlet for for our rage, and hopefully we can keep it in check by observing how he behaves. What you got to remember when you're looking at the Hulk is. He's not doing this on purpose. He's not trying to rage out. And when left alone, there's some tender scenes where he's uh, got butterflies landing on him and and looking at the birds and appreciating those things around him that are beautiful. It's only when he's pushed by those outside forces that he acts out and rages. You know, the the fact that Banner becomes the Hulk through anger and through stress and through... Um, just anything that causes an increase in blood pressure and, and anger, that to me is epitome of why we need to keep that in check. Because we all have that inside of us, and given chance, it could come out. But the Hulk is is an amazing character because he has all this power. He has no desire to go. He's not going to New York City to try to destroy New York City. He's going, he's trying to get away. He's trying to go back to where he knows he's comfortable where he was created in New Mexico. You can always find him in the desert because that's where he feels at home. Because that's where he came from. Don't we all feel a little bit of a connection to where we came from? And we feel more at peace and calmness for the most part when we're where we grew up, where we home is. That's not for every person, but for a lot of people that, that tends to be the case. So the Hulk is no different. He can have great feats of strength. He can be heroic in his actions, even though his intention is not always to be heroic. When he's tormented and teased and abused, he lashes out just like anyone else would. And the Hulk is no different than that. So he is a representation of ourselves. Left alone to our own devices, maybe we'll get in trouble, but maybe we'll just be fine. It's when outside influences uh, act on us that we suddenly become... Rage monsters, and how do we deal with that? And you know, we, we can't just lash out and be the Hulk. We can't turn green, become eight foot tall, and, and rage against whatever we want, and then claim we don't remember anything. We actually have to deal with life as it is presented to us, and this is how we do that. So, the Hulk is a good microcosm of us as individuals and how we react to the world around us, and it can be a good um, sounding board for the things we might want to do but realize we can't do. And we can get to act that out a little bit with uh, reading the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk comic books. So if you've enjoyed the Hulk, go back and watch the movies. They're entertaining for what they are. They're not, again, highbrow entertainment, but they're action flicks, and they have there's some fun elements to them. So go back and watch them. Go back and watch the TV show. It's on Netflix. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it was. Have some some nostalgia. You can watch the comics or um, read the watch the cartoons. There's Incredible Hulk Hour with Spider Man and his amazing friends in the early 1980s which also had some entertaining aspects to it. So take a look. Enjoy. Rate us on iTunes. Tell us what you think. Um, If you're going to buy something on Amazon, please click on one of the links on the website. You'll get your product for the same price, and we'll get a little something in return. So thank you for joining us. I've been Chad. Good night.